Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Mira Mir. Mira is a Tatar girl, a marketing specialist, and a voiceover actress. Her biggest passions in life are music, languages, and filming. Currently, she lives in Istanbul, but she considers the whole world to be her home. Mira came from Russia, but her heart belongs to Tatar culture. Her native language is Tatar. Mira, how are you today? Hi, I'm incredible. Thank you. (laughs) Happy International Women's Day. Congratulations. I'm happy, honored, and lucky to have you on this special day with me here. And I'm so curious to know more about you as a person. So I will begin with this nice first question, which is, if your friends and the people who know you could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Thank you for the question. I mean, it's always the toughest question in the world because you never know how to answer this question. But uh, maybe I would say that if I if I would ask my friends, uh, like, hey, can you describe me please right now? Just really shortly, they would say that uh, maybe I'm kind because uh, uh, kindness is just my main ap- approach, my driving force in this life. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to implement, implement kindness in everything I do uh, at my work, uh, in all the spheres of my life, uh, at my art, uh, filming, everything. So maybe, yeah, the first word they would say that I'm incredibly kind because uh, I always try to respond uh, uh, to people's cr- crying for help uh, or just uh, I'm trying to be uh, understanding I'm trying to be kind-hearted so yeah and uh, maybe the second thing they would say about me is she is like multi-dimensional because for example um, yeah I live in different parts of the world uh, I'm traveling a lot uh, I'm working as a marketing specialist even if my major was <laughs> uh, the international relations uh, at the same time, I'm, I, I really love music. I mean, I play, I play different instruments. And at the same time, I, tr- I like to uh, film. So, yeah, uh, they would say that I'm quite multidimensional, like she's capable of doing everything in this world. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's absolutely so interesting. And I'm curious because kindness is something that I encourage and I promote. And sometimes it's a bit rare nowadays. So to understand your psychology, what motivates you or makes you such a kind person who responds to people's cries for help? Is it because you're an empath and therefore you feel their pain and it it hurts you to know they're in pain 
Is it because you want to be like a good person in this world so that you believe the world is a good place? Is it just because you enjoy and are happy when you're the reason someone else is happy or more? Tell me your thought about this. Uh, maybe it's strange uh, and it's paradox, but uh, the key to this uh, question, the key answer to this question is that uh, I've seen a lot of, you know, uh, atrocities in my life. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of unfair things in my life. So that's why, but uh, so that's why I'm trying um, to be, to respond kindly to all these, um, to all these uh, things. But at the same time, kindness is just like, basics the basics of human nature the basics of human lives and it doesn't it doesn't have to be something extraordinary it just have to be you know it just have to be the basics uh, and uh, when you call people um call people kind it doesn't have to be something special so yeah uh and uh, at the same time i feel like um responding to all to all of these cries for help you don't for example i'm trying to say like you don't have to be for example ukrainian to feel for ukrainians you don't have to be palestinian to feel for palestine you don't have to be Iran iranian to feel for iran and, and etc so uh, it's just uh, like uh, our basics the um uh, the driving force uh, of the better future. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. And it's such an interesting discussion. So I'm curious how you view it. To me, growing up, I didn't feel I belonged anywhere. And therefore, I didn't feel I related to people. And therefore, I understood that the whole world is my place. And within it, there are many wonderful soulmates that you can create your own tribe and mini country with and therefore you're not limited just to where you happen to uh, be born or the people who happen to be around you not in a negative way but that's why the whole world is one and people are all one big family if we think about it but it comes from this notion of not feeling like i fit in anywhere when i was little is it similar to you or what promotes your interest, desire or motivation to see the whole world as your country? Is it, for example, that you're someone who is interested in people's souls and then you see souls more than uh, realities? Is it you're born this way where you're too free to be limited by geographic boundaries? Or what is the basis of you being such a cosmopolitan person? I think it roots from the place I was born. Uh, I was born in Russia, and in Russia we have a lot of ethnic minorities, and they speak absolutely different languages. They they have absolutely different cultures, not the same as Russian. We have like more than a hundred of cultures, more than more than hundred of uh, different languages, and it's just such an exceptional place on earth when you can uh, meet a lot of different nationalities. And I think uh, part it's it can be partly explained why. I am so comfortable anywhere because uh, and uh, uh, above that I speak uh, I, I was like I was born speaking two languages uh, I speak uh, Tatar and Russian there are two my native languages so that's why it's easier for me as I think to uh, learn new lang languages to adapt new ways of lives and so on and so on and uh, yeah and I feel like uh, the more I explore 
different cultures, uh, the more I fall in love with my culture. It's maybe it, it sounds strange, but yeah, um, respecting and uh, exploring uh, new cultures makes you feel like your culture is exceptional and you won't find uh, something like this anywhere in the world. So, yeah. Thank you. I love that answer and it makes me wonder. Are you expressing the same side of your personality or perspective when it comes to music? Is music for you similar to you exploring other cultures in order to see and understand and appreciate yours even more? Or is it the same that you appreciate the Tatar music more because you enjoy all kinds of music? Or is it different? Can you tell me how you are when you're in that state of enjoying and appreciating music so it's a really interesting question actually i've never thought of this but um it doesn't same for it doesn't it doesn't work the same for music uh because uh you know music is such universal language uh like the language that we all understand but i would answer this this way uh for example uh the more i listen to music the more i play music the more i appreciate silence because you know there are like uh, seven notes in uh, music in general yeah like seven basic notes and the silence is the eighth note so the more i listen the more i create music the more i appreciate silence so this way let me put it this way (laughs) I love that. And that's such a wonderful perspective. And as a voice over actress, do you see your voice as an instrument? Do you feel that when you're doing voiceover work, you're literally creating some kind of melody or music with your voice? Or is that a totally different side of your personality that you can share as well? You know, the how to say, one of my abilities while working as a voiceover actress is to change the personalities. For example, when you make the voiceovers for children or when you voice, uh, I don't know, fairy tales, let's say, you have to switch your personality. For example, today you you make voiceover as a, as a imaginary creature or as a princess or, I don't know, as a rabbit, you know? So that's why you always have to, uh, so to say, fit into another personality into another creature so yeah to create something uh, interesting something catchy for children uh, and uh, but at the same time uh, you stay the same person because uh, your art uh, your work really comes from heart uh, it's always the same so in my work, uh, in my job, it's necessary to to be able to uh, be another, totally another person to, I don't know, to while you are um, making a voiceover for a story, for a novel or something, you have to um, feel for, for the person that is being described in this novel. So yeah, <laughs> I cannot say like, um, I can't say that everything stays different while I'm making different voiceovers but one thing is just the same that it comes from heart. Thank you so much I love that and I interviewed an actress before who she said acting allows her to be so many different people because she felt she had been stereotyped against when she was growing up as an immigrant and so the ability to be any person she can she's like feeling she's fighting against stereotypes. While at the same time, when you are speaking about that, I imagine it's similar to 
traveling to different places and discovering new sides to your personality where you might behave differently if you're in India compared to being to, in New York or being in Norway. So are there any of these thoughts relevant to how you love exploring different cultures, traveling, and being a citizen of the world? Uh, of course, while traveling or while living in another country, you have to be uh, respectful. You have to be respectful towards the rules, towards the culture of another country. Uh, and at the same time, when I learn new language, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, I adopt another mindset, another way of thinking. And it's 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 okay, it's normal, because, you know, um, different languages allow allow us to feel the world differently but at the same time i feel like i'm staying the same person because i have my own stamina inside and i just uh adapt a, a little bit this stamina towards uh towards the rules to, towards the culture of a new country in order to be respectful because you know you you cannot uh, bring your old habits from your old country to another country that you, that you are going to move to or uh, something uh, something like this uh, so yeah I think it's uh, it's important to be to stay the same person as you are to show your beauty uh, to other cultures but at the same time to stay respectful thank you for such really interesting thoughts I love how you're introspective and deep and I want to explore another thing you're someone living far away from where you are born, you're speaking different languages, you're willing to explore the world, while many women, especially since we're speaking on International Women's Day, might be limited by their comfort zone or worrying with their inner anxiety that, oh my God, if I go live in Turkey, maybe I will not be able to, uh, I get lost and people don't understand me and then I'm bad or whatever it is that they worry about. What motivates you to be a confident person to go outside of your comfort zone? Did you deal with such anxieties or not? And if so, how did you overcome them? Or what's your advice for women so that they will push through any psychological obstacles in order to go after their goals and not be limited? Actually, this is uh, such a good question because uh, for me, I hate the comfort zones. You know, comfort zone brings nothing good for me. So that's why I constantly run away from all the comfort zones I have in my life. Uh, so that's why I move from one country to another country. Because uh, um, when you are pushed out of your comfort zone, your mind uh, starts to think differently. And you, and you start to feel the world differently. So, uh, and... Uh, all I'm trying to say that all the obstacles in our lives are the are the ways are the keys are another door to other possibilities. Because um, when you live all your life in just one country, uh, you don't you, you don't have a chance to explore. Um, you know uh, the world that you see around yourself when you live uh, in just one place. All your life is just like I don't know, just one percent of the whole world of the you know 100% of the uh, of the whole world so the life is not the same uh, in different parts of our blue planet so uh, and of course uh, like changing your uh, the places you see every day changing the language ch changing i don't know uh, yeah let's say like the tax system yeah of course it's uh, it's di different and it's um, it just pushes your 
you out of your comfort zone and it's okay and it brings you more possibilities it brings you more uh perspectives on lives and it's it's beautiful it's such a beautiful thing and you end up creating so many new beautiful things that you even didn't expect to but still so my advice is to run away from your comfort zones <laughs> they don't they don't bring anything good in life <laughs> but at the same time don't forget to to not to you know run yourself down and just uh, remember to take care of yourself and uh, yeah thank you that's a really interesting and inspiring even kind of way of thinking and conversation and if i understood you correctly you have this desire or drive again if i understood right that to not limit yourself to a small part of the world because then you limit your creativity and what you're able to create and in many ways you want to experience more so that you have new perspectives and new resources that allow you to be more creative and create things you will not be able to if you had a more limited kind of reality and life is this correct yeah sure there are so many doors in the world that you you didn't open yet so of course go and open all these doors of possibilities and what motivates you towards that? Are you a desiring freedom? Do you hate wasted potential? Are you curious and always wondering what is possible? Uh, do you hate like to not be up to your potential, constantly growing? Or what is one of the big desires? Because that's something, an attitude that is wonderful, but it's more rare. So what within you gives you that energy and push so that you keep opening the doors in life while many people they just uh, stay within the first door that they're born in maybe it's just you know maybe it's just natural it happens naturally because uh, i was like as i as i was writing to you like i have a kind of international so i i always need this um uh, I have a zest for life and I have a zest for speaking different languages and experiencing different parts of the world, different cultures and different lives. But at the same time, partly it is, uh, it's rooted from the political situation in my country. Uh, so that's why, uh, but uh, as far as I remember myself and uh, my goals in life, living abroad not just in one country but different countries different uh, continents it always was a dream of mine thank you i understand you now much much more i loved our conversation it was so unique and interesting and just to explain more about creativity maybe when it comes to music let's for example take that as an example Let's say there are some girls or women who want to explore their creative side and it's very chaotic how they create, but they want to know more how is your creative process. Maybe it will give them some ideas in order to be more creative in life. How does creativity happen to you? Do you do some things on purpose in order to be ready to be creative? Is it a mood and a specific emotion that you know uh, it's time to be creative? Or how is your creative process? You know, as I feel like creativity is just a part and parcel of my life. I mean, uh, I accompany every every step of mine in life with creativity like even giving uh, a gift to my friend is just it it has to be so creative so my friend would be you know would uh, so the jaw of my friend would drop and something like this um 
and uh, but of course uh, you, you cannot always stay creative and that's okay but i think it comes from emotions you experience because um, some people think that emotions are your weakness because it really it's such a big obstacle uh, at a workplace for example or even in human relationships yeah but uh, i'm super i mean how to explain this <laughs> i experience such a wide range range of emotions every day and i think it helps me to that what helps me to stay creative because uh, i admit that i'm nothing but a human soul and i have different emotions a wide range of emotions and that what makes me alive and i'm not trying to oppress uh, some of my emotions even negative emotions like being sad or being depressed i just I think I found the key to converse this even negative emotions into something creative because you know even all these uh, poems about love all these songs about love they were created cre- created out of broken heart and broken uh, minds or something uh, yeah similar so yeah I think that's the key to stay creative just let yourself experience uh, let yourself feel the world let yourself uh, explore the world explore yourself explore your emotions and that's will uh, that will pour into something creative something unique that you will show to the world yeah thank you so much mira and i'm curious just to end this because some people might have heard only the word tatar or not so much about it and they are curious want to know what is the tatar culture what makes you be attached to it what does it mean to be a tatar girl why does it really make your heart sing yeah sure i'll just uh, explain short- shortly uh, so as i was telling you that there are a lot of ethnic minorities in russia uh, a lot of different languages cultures and the tatar is the largest ethnic minority in russia uh yeah but the part uh the biggest part of tatars they live in tatarstan in tatarstan region it's volga region uh and yeah even maybe if you know irina shape this is uh, one of the biggest uh, fashion the most influential fashion models in the world she's even partly tatar and she was telling that in her uh, a lot of at her interviews and uh, podcasts uh that even makes me, it, it makes me so proud because <laughs> i really love her i love her energy uh and yeah we have our own culture we have our own language we even had our own president i mean can you imagine this like inside the country we had our own president but it was um just some months ago it was abolished this position was abolished unfortunately uh so yeah and uh, we have our own history um as many other cultures in russia uh and i think that what and we are really proud of our culture of our heritage uh and that what makes us proud of ourselves and what that what makes me proud of my my people uh myself my family thank you so much mira it was honestly my pleasure my honor and my privilege to have you here today i wish you a very happy and blessed international women's day i wish you to keep going to find always more emotions more creativity and always a more 
interesting and exciting life. Thank you so much. Spread your wings, ladies, around the world. Thank <laughs> you.